I'm Alon Ben Mir, and welcome to another episode of On the Issues. My guest today is Arbana Zara, a journalist who authored a series of investigative reports on religious extremists and, and Turkish Islamic agenda operating in the Balkans. She has won numerous awards for her reporting and was a 2015 recipient of the International Women of Courage Award from the State Department. <laughs> anyway, so you know, I'm delighted that we have a chance to, to speak today about the Balkans. You've had ex extensive experience there. And in the last few months, you know, we've been working together on some of these issues. But your background is, no, no question, is unique. And uh, I'd like to start to galvanize some of the issues. What is actually going on now? You have a number of players who are eyeing the Balkans, and for them, the Balkans is very, very important. Obviously, one is Turkey, uh, Russia is another. Certainly, the EU has uh, a great deal of interest, as well as the United States. And it is extraordinarily complex. So where do we begin? Uh, uh, many of the people who listen to this, they would like to know, we need to sort this out. Can we sort this out together? Yeah, you've been mentioning my background. So within these past years, over 17, since after the war, I started writing, uh, following a lot of different issues. We, I was doing the war in Kosovo. Then I basically grew up staying with the Kosovo, having a new state declaring independence in 2008. We were all thankful to U.S. and Western countries that helped us uh, having our the youngest uh, state in the Europe. So we've been not paying attention to something else that right now is happening in Kosovo. Uh, when I started writing in 2001, I started covering corruption, like the big scandals on the public money, following the money, and no one was paying attention that Saudi Arabia came, they were using, an and this was perfect environment for them to spread their influence. And then they, I realized that something else is happening, but not only in Kosovo, but also into the other Balkan countries, and I expand my investigation also in, in EU and in London, because I find out the money flow coming from the Islamic uh, organization based in London. So, And then you just realize that it is beyond what we see on on daily basis, beyond what we heard here from the official statements, there is a huge impact of the internationals in Kosovo. So even though we have our institutions, our state, we still have to see what the U.S. Embassy says, what the U.S. and EU jointly, we have meetings with them and all that. So. We are independent, but we still lack a lot of problems. I mean, yes, I mean, for all intents and purposes, Kosovo is independent, but it is less, de but still dependent yeah. on other players, specifically the United States. And for the Kosovo, the United States is a prime, is probably the closest friend as far as they're concerned. Yeah. Am I right? The largest that? ally, yeah. yeah. Largest and most important yeah. ally. Uh, uh, but Kosovo today is still struggling, and for many, many reasons. 
But in particular, there's the conflict now we know between Kosovo and uh, Serbia. Yeah, for and and that's concerning territorial dispute, other dispute because Serbia still does not recognize Kosovo. Where do we take? Where do we go from here in order to begin? Any is any prospect of normalization? Yeah, we've been trying. We've been signing all the agreements that Brussels asked. We we were a part of negotiation with Serbia. And let me just take an example. Serbia and Kosovo sign an agreement. They will not, or they will not prevent us or, or from being a part of the big organization or institution, like a part of IMF, World Bank, or. And even though they sign that agreement, they've been causing us problems. Why? Because they had Russia behind them. So we all know that the largest ally of Russia is Serbia in Balkans, a very important country for them. So just recently the Serbian president asked from Putin to be involved into the negotiation with Kosovo. So this tells you a lot of the problems we are struggling and having all the time. Yeah. So but, we both countries aim to join EU. Brussels says until Serbia recognizes Kosovo, you cannot be a part of EU. In meantime, we are going after all these negotiations year by year, and now what of the sudden we have a request for territorial exchange. It is done. It's independent state. We have the flag with the map of Kosovo what we are going to cause other problems. We might cause war. This is how it happened. Yeah, but you see, this is the, well, you know, when I'm saying it's still dependent, there's a number of issues here. The Russia, traditionally, does not want, did not want, still doesn't want any of these countries, and of course many of the former East European countries, to be part of the EU. That is a given. So the Russian has been all along trying to undermine uh, any country of these that have joined the EU because they're not interested in a united, powerful, strong EU for that matter. So mm -hmm. they are opposing uh, the independence of Kosovo because they are like exactly what you said, they're supportable to Serbia. Serbia has a dispute with Kosovo. So, so as long as Russia continues to support Serbia and has a unique interest in Serbia, and Serbia can rely on Russia to veto any resolution of the Security Council that to, re to, yeah. to recognize uh, Kosovo. So there is no prospect, as far as I can see, for Russia to agree uh, to, to allow Serbia to recognize, or to settle for that matter, the dispute with Kosovo. Yeah. But I want to take it with you to, to a different, different uh, level. What would take to change? You see, Russia is a key now, as far as this dispute goes. What is going to take to change Russia's position? I mean, if we want to look for a resolution. Maybe better seeing what will change Serbians' flow or their aim. If they want to be a part, become a part of EU, they have, we have the joint article on this. Yeah. You cannot play at the same time with the both cards. They want to be a part of EU and then they are linked to Russia. Russia just sent a few jets to Serbia. They are doing a, a lot of investments in That's the point. That's, That's the point, the point. So what do we do? Because Russia is not going to relinquish its interest in Serbia. 
Serbia may be flirting, certainly is flirting with the EU and would like to be a member of the EU and the EU definitely is interested. But this is the problem we have today. They are, I think, they are torn between the two and they are not going to be able to make any kind of decision, say, well, let's go with Russia, let's go with the EU. They are still playing, dancing in both, in both parties. What will change the dynamics? That's what we're looking for. The investments of EU, the EU policies. If Serbia sees that they are not advancing on their path toward Europe, this is our joint agenda. All the Balkan countries, there is no other way. You have to be a part of EU. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in all these problems that are facing. Also, Serbia is facing a lot of corruption, lack of investments, a lot of problems. Hopefully, the new generation, the mindset will change and they will ask responsibilities from their leaders. You cannot just be stick on the same mentality as Milosevic regime had. Yeah, but well, like you said, however, the, um, the EU will not allow, will not accept Kosovo's membership. Serbia's membership. Serbia's membership, and then they settle the dispute with the Kosovo. Yeah. So, so, so that is where the EU is stuck. They are not going to change their position no. on that. No, because they have been investing and Russia, a lot. Russia is fully aware of the fact that to settle the dispute is going to be to the advantage of the EU. Yeah, and you, you well said that Russia's aim is not having these countries a part of EU, same as what Erdogan is doing. Okay, that we should talk yeah, about yeah. this. So they, they have the common enemy right now. That's why we are seeing them together, Erdogan and Putin, because they are both anti-West and anti-US. But I think, like, I think this is a marriage of convenience, like we were saying before. Yeah. But my feeling is we're going to be stuck for a long while unless Russia changes its attitude. Am I, from your perspective, what do you think is going to change Russia's attitude if it at all can be changed? They are not sending enough signs that they are going to change their attitude. What means what then? It means that the prospect of Serbia and or Kosovo to become a member of the EU is practically zero then. Yeah. It is the big problem. And having now, Russia is sending a good sign to US and West by investing in military in Serbia. Why do they want to do with this? And this one of the sudden we have the new issue of exchanging the territorials with, with Kosovo. So it's the September, then October, the autumn will be a big... My feeling is that we are going to have a lot of problems, starting with Kosovo, Serbia, and in Balkans. What in kind general. of problems? This is the issue that is raising a lot of questions. What is going on? What might happen if they're going to change the borders, the protests, the potential war? You never know how it started. You have seen what, what happened in Macedonia, what happened in, in a lot of other countries. So they're except of having all these years discussion and discussion in Brussels and all those agreements signed at the end of the day, what is the result? It is dangerous having involvement of Russia in this process because it was the EU thing. Yeah, the problem though, you cannot take Russia out of the equation. Now, let's look at, I want to look at the larger picture. That is, there is tension, obviously, between Russia and the EU, and there is a tension between Russia and the United States, albeit 
uh, Trump would like to mend relationship with Putin, and we know that. He's trying very hard to do that. Now, my feeling is, is this, uh, let me know what your take on it, is that if the Trump, however disliked he may be by you and me and many million others, <laughs> he might have a point, might have a point in reaching out to Russia and make, and make some kind of a deal about the Ukraine, he can make a deal, about Syria, he can make a deal, and also about the prospect of Russia recognizing Kosovo. Kosovo. I mean, if, if Russia is the main, is the problem. Yeah, it's the key. Is the key, there's a blocking for the new future progress. We need to focus then on Russia to change the attitude, and there's no one else. Yeah who can actually work with the Russia than probably Trump, specifically now that there are additional sanctions being imposed by the United States against Turkey, against Turkey as well as, as against as Russia. Russia. Yeah. And Russia is hurting. Russia is hurting. Yeah. So is there, is there some, somewhere we're going to begin? We are relied in the U.S. because everyone knows the most pro-American people in Balkans are Albanians, thankful for what they've been doing historically. And they are the largest ally also of U.S. Having this strategic country in the U.S. support, knowing the influence of Russia into other countries, it's very important. As we've been talking on the largest military base that U.S. built in Kosovo and their relationship, close relationship with our leaders. So it's very important for U.S. to have Albanians to have their support in Balkans in relation with Russia. So we need a statement, we need a stand from the Trump administration in regard of what recently is happening. We always had a full support from no matter who was in the power in U.S., Democrats during the 1999 or when we declared independence in 2008, there were Republicans. So that's, we, but we have to work on this. We need to work more as Albanians in the Trump administration and push this agenda because Serbia is working with Russia. Well, I agree with you. This, this, I mean, there are many things can be done between some of the Balkan states and the United States in order to begin this kind of process and with help also and getting them much closer to the EU interests. But nothing can happen, nothing can move on without having involvement of U.S. in this process. Yes, but that's, but that's in my view, still not, will not be enough. And that is, we need to change Russia's attitude. I do agree. Yeah. Russia's attitude needs to change. What is going to take to change Russia's attitude? That is, in my view, the biggest stumbling block that we have today in, con in connection with recognizing Kosovo as an independent, rec internationally recognized mm -hmm. as by the United Nations Security Council. And, and that, is, that is a stumbling block. I'm looking at it in terms of conflict resolution. Yeah. Uh, and and, uh, and, you are, and you are, of course, have the experience on the ground uh, on a very regular basis. So you have, a, you have a very interesting take on this issue. But given the difficulties, you know, the, between Kosovo and Serbia and Serbia and, and uh, relationship. And then you have Erdogan who's trying yeah. to. This is what really scares everywhere. me. Now we have 
two other enemies, except of we have problems with Serbia, Russia, and now we have Turkey, which they are using environment, lying Albania that he is our ally. He's not. He is at the same page with Russia. How can he be pro-Albanians and working with Russia against West? And also sending all these investments, it's just as an example, he's been building mosques in Kosovo and he's been sending potential investors in Serbia. So this is enough to understand how Erdogan is playing with these countries. And we had a couple of articles, what he, how is he expanding his influence? But this scares me, the cultural impact. Because both of them are investing in anti-Americanism and anti-West. This is what they want to do also into Albanian Kosovo. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, you and I know, know what Erdogan is all about. I mean, he's a hypocrite. Uh, Erdogan is for Erdogan. Uh, Erdogan does not have really any alliance, serious alliance. I mean, on the surface, yes. You might say he's allied now with Russia, coming much closer to Putin. He's definitely coming much closer in developing bilateral relations with Iran as well. Mm -hmm. And he has a big ambition in the Balkans. And he is investing, as you well know, um, hundreds of millions of, of dollars. Yeah. Um, I think we, when we checked, you checked the last statistic, we at least 10 billion. Yeah. In invested. Last but years. now, you know, uh, Turkey is on the verge of, so his strength in the Balkan could be weakened because he will not have the enough, will not have money because now Turkey is experiencing major economic Problem. crisis yeah. and he may not be able to continue to invest the kind of money in order to buy the influence he wants. Mm -hmm. The question is, from here, what do you see this, how do you think this evolving now? Uh, Let's say, let's say for, for, for argument's sake, agree that he will not have enough money to continue to invest, albeit he's saying, no, he is going to continue his, his effort in, this, in, this, uh, in the Balkans. But we also know he's going to be constrained. Yeah. How do you think that might impact, uh, again, relations between Turkey, the Balkans, Syria, the Balkans, I mean, uh, Russia, the Balkans, and the EU? There is all these dynamics Hopefully are Hopefully, you will see less Turkish influence because we. I was just recently had a conversation with uh, first. He is from an activist from Bosnia, and he's been mentioning how Bosnian people start realizing how Erdogan was using them because during the election campaign, the Austria and some other EU countries banned him by organizing election campaign, so he chose Sarajevo, Bosnia, to address to his potential voters. And people there, they have just started realizing, like, wait a minute, he's using us. And as we've been mentioning, all these political problems, economy problems, a lot of corruption. If you talk to the Erdogan supporters, they're going to mention, yes, but he's helping us. He... And now they might realize that he'd been using Balkans to have a card against West, because we've been following his statements against Merkel, against EU leaders. So he's using Balkans. And what 
will happen, hopefully people will realize politicians they all know. Like they have their own, they may be having the joint project corrupted, having money from, from Erdogan, his companies, because he already got the main assets in all the Balkan countries, no matter if they are majority Muslims or Christian or Orthodox. So they will realize that they cannot have agreement with, with Erdogan because he came up with a big statement. My brother is there, my brother is here. What at the end of the day? As you mentioned, we are seeing Erdogan close to Iran and Russia against U.S. So what is the path you are choosing? West or East? There is no other way. Well, this is, you know, let's go to the, the Balkan states. You see, in, in many, in practical way, no country need to choose necessarily one ally or the other. That is, no, in this particular case, we, because Russia's position against the EU, they lie. need to choose. Of course. But the problem is compounded, I think, in the Balkans, because if you are really independent, for example, you are strong financially, you are stable countries, there is a tradition of democratic system that is fully functioning. Yes, you can afford to have a relationship with Russia and Turkey when they still want seeking members, membership in the EU. But they are weak. Yeah. And exactly what you said, Erdogan is exploiting that yeah. weakness. Yeah. Russia is exploiting that weakness. And the EU now, yes, they need to invest, but the EU also has a problem like we've been talking before. They are preoccupied with the Brexit. They have mm -hmm. a problem there. They are they're very, very concerned about the, the devaluation also. The, even the euro is being devalued. Yeah. So they are not going through some economic boom for that matter. And they have a troubles with, with, with Trump as well. Yeah. So all these players have their own unique issues and problems. Yeah, but do you think that Erdogan needs our economy? Or it's a small market. It's not about their economy. It's about their agenda which Erdogan has Islamic agenda, Putin has his own anti-Western and American agenda. And Balkan, it's a very important part of EU, which is in the, middle, in the middle of East and West. Just in this example, Kosovo is the only country with being isolated with no visa liberalization. We can go to Turkey with no visa, and the ticket costs $200, like the return ticket. Why people are not going illegally to Turkey? Why everyone aims EU countries? We have diaspora in Switzerland, Germany, Austria. In 2013 and 2014, 100,000 people went from Kosovo illegally to the EU countries. Why not in Turkey? If Erdogan, if he is our brother, why not there? No need for visa. It's cheap to, to fly up there. So what you've been using is also because we've been mentioning the problem of radicalization, Islamic State, everyone that flew from Europe and from Balkan, they've been using Istanbul. They took planes from Balkans and they flew to Turkey and then he opened borders to Islamic State. So it is beyond 
what we are seeing. He, of course, officially, he might say, I'm fighting Islamic State, but he's spreading Islamic agenda into the Balkans. Oh, and there's no question. I mean, this is... And this. then countries that oppose Kosovo being a part of EU, they're going to use this card. 300 men from Kosovo joined. It is a dangerous for them to have a part of EU. We are a secular state. It is still a small number of people that support Erdogan, but that's why we have to pay attention on what he is doing. Building mosques. Kosovo doesn't need a new mosque. We need investments. We need new schools. We need factories. We need jobs. Erdogan built, we had an investigation from 2011 to 2014, 20 new mosques, and he reconstructed 30 existing ones of Ottoman empires. He said, I'm going to bring millions to build the biggest mosque in Kosovo, in Pristina. Politicians should say no, but they are not but saying that, but no. That's, that's, that's a, what my point. You see, there's, there's dependency of sort, whether it's economic dependency, which I think it plays an important role. There's a political dependency as well. And then, then they have a person like Erdogan with, with an ambition to resurrect, as we've been saying time and again, some element of the Ottoman Empire. Uh, spreading Islam is, is a major This is tool. what concerns It's a major tool. We are going to solve yeah. problems yeah. in coming up years. What about cultural impact? I was raised in Kosovo. I was during the war. I remember the protests and everything. Our war with Serbia was not based in religion. Albanians are secular. Diversity. We never talked about who Christian is and who Muslim is. Muslims in Kosovo drink. If you see the it's a beer party in center of Pristina, thousands of young people drinking beers, and if you ask them, they're going to say we are Muslims, which means and a lot of articles like Muslims. This is what scares me. We have to save our secular society. The question is how? That is... By now, investing, the West should invest more. But do you really think this is just a question of investment? And I open mean, the borders. I agree. I mean, we've been saying... Being so, a part uh, of yeah. EU... Do you know that there are 25-year-old youth, they never had a chance to go outside Kosovo? But let me ask you this. Let's leave outside the players. What can the, the Kosovo government do in order to sort of reduce Turkish influence, reduce Russia's influence, reduce outside influence in order to... That is, First of all, it, fight corruption. So, so what are the measures? That's, listen, you're we from need, Kosovo, yeah. and, and uh, you are going to see the Prime Minister of Kosovo, and he asks you, Abana, tell me, Stop. what do you think the steps I should take yeah. to, make, uh, to make Kosovo a little bit more independent, given, given the constraints that I am operating under? Is it, are these yeah. constraints? The question with Serbia, the question with but what do, would you make suggest? What sort of recommendation would you make? A youth needs to have perspective in Kosovo. If they have jobs, they would not go after Erdogan's money or Erdogan's mosque. If they fight corruption, if Kosovo convince EU to be a part, now hopefully we're going to have these liberalization. They have to fight corruption. We need to bring more foreign investments from West, not from East, because they invest in airport, but they try 
to influence the youth through Islamic agenda. They have to stop money coming from East. In 2012, I was one of the first starting investigation where the money is coming from and what is happening. Within the six months, we have over 6 million euros from the East countries. We do not have diaspora there. We do not have uh, investments. So where this money was going? Who was using this money? For what? Yeah. So first of all, stop the source of the money coming from the East. Do not let Erdogan be a part of our policy. In Macedonia, Erdogan has invested in the new political party. How are you going to deal with them having a part of the institution? But here's a question. You're saying providing job, ending corruption, getting foreign investment. But without Western help, we cannot okay. do that. That's the point here is Kosovo financially is not in the independent. Kosovo needs financial support. From, yeah. So the Kosovo, if they don't get it, <clears throat> if you don't want them to have money from the East, we, need we don't West. want them to have <laughs> money from, uh, from uh, Turkey, they're going to need the money from uh, the EU as well as the United States. But then the EU in particular is going to put some precondition. Yeah, they have put condition. The precondition, you have like exactly what you said, you have to end corruption. Yeah. Is it possible to create job? Well, it is the cash 22. If you don't have a foreign investment, yeah, you cannot you're not going to create enough jobs. If you have corruption, you're going to not have a foreign so, investment. So that is the, the riddle here. That is, everything you said is so correct. But the solution, when you look for a solution, it doesn't, doesn't seem to come easy anymore because Kosovo is between the hammer and the hard rock. Yeah. There's a pull and push constantly going on in Kosovo. And this reality that you so eloquently described needs to be dealt with. How do we deal with it? You know, what is it going to take? I, you know, like, like I've been saying, you know, you've been saying, I've been saying, we, the EU need to invest more money. But investors, outside investors, don't like invest in country where they have concern over stability. Yeah. Yeah. For example, then, they would like to have a big project which might involve Kosovo, Serbia, Albania, Macedonia, because we are all small countries. They will not come and invest only in Kosovo with two million people market. Or how are you going to do a joint project with all these political problems within the Balkans? For example, Bosnia doesn't recognize our independence. We need visa to go to Bosnia. Like, I had problems going there investigating on, on this also radicalization. So they are a small place of the EU with all these problems. But as I was saying, first of all, hopefully in all these countries, we are going to change the mentality of the leadership. You have the president of Serbia with the same mindset as it used to be 20 years ago. Yeah. Like everyone knows that Kosovo, you cannot change this reality. You cannot change this. And you have the young generation 2025 in Belgrade saying that Kosovo is the heart of Serbia. No, it's not. Majorities are Albanians. And then you know what the, the other angle? The Serbs in Kosovo, they have to live their own life within Kosovo, not being dependent by Belgrade. 
let Serbs live as Kosovars but within given the, the choice given the choice you know they have Serbia has a claim territorial claims against Kosovo and given the choice those who live in these areas would they want to be part of uh, Serbia you have Serbs it's a Gracanica it's a small city near Pristina you have Albanians going there all the time. You have Serbs coming in Pristina. We did exchange programs with journalists. Like from Belgrade, the journalist came and he was surprised. And he was like, you see what propaganda is doing to us? You can speak Serbian in Pristina. And he was surprised how he was welcomed there. You see, another problem I see, you're absolutely right. The problem, I'm trying to identify something yeah. that we can actually touch and say, what can we do about this? There's another trend, international trend, that is, that is really... Yeah. This whole uh, conflict within this whole area is also compounded by another element, and that is the last three, four years tendency of tribalism. Mm -hmm. People more and more are gravitated toward their own kind versus what the EU and the United States have been trying to do in the wake of World War II to spread democracy and freedom. This has been successful enterprise until about five, six, seven years ago, when the, the world, when you know, many, many countries have changed their stripes. And what we're seeing now, people are gravitating, even here in the United States, there is profound polarization in America. And there's, I don't think there is a single country that I can think of that is no some kind of polarization, division within, including Russia, including Turkey, including, you can go to Israel, you can go to, to the Saudi Arabia, to the Gulf state. There are these movements who are, who see themselves now, um, uh, no longer want to belong yeah. where they've been living all along, but they want to have more, better, they identify themselves or have a different kind of identity for themselves. This is, don't you think this is a factor that complicates that complicate the situation in the, in the, in the uh, Balkans? And what, what the solution is, all this country being a part of EU, following the EU standards, a lot of problems will be solved if we're mentioning the EU, if they had a chance to go to EU and see the reality. They cannot be so easy brainwashed by Russia or by Turkey or whoever wants to influence them. If we are a part of EU, we have access to the funds. You have access to the market. You can export your goods there. And you just expand everything. And it's, this is the main key that will solve a problem. And the main key that is causing problem is Russia, as you mentioned. Yeah, there's another concern that I have is the access. That is, even when the EU decide to open negotiations um, for the purpose of getting a membership, the process to qualify, it's taken years. So let us say the EU is, uh, want to begin negotiations with Kosovo. Let us say the problem between Serbia and Kosovo is resolved. It will take at least it 10, will take years. Ten, 10 years. <laughs> yeah. What do you do in the interim? In the interim, the competition with Russia, you have Turkey, and you have the United States, and you have the EU. And there's this period of time, 10 years, of 
ongoing negotiation. And let us assume for a moment that the negotiations are going well, unlike, say, the negotiation between Turkey and the EU, which practically got nowhere. So just to decide when to start the negotiation, for example, it took him a year to say, we'll start next year, sometime next year. <laughs> just to decide when to start the negotiation. And they have 35 different chapters that they have that to agree have to, on. Yeah. And when you speak about so much corruption in Kosovo, so much problem in you know, it's, Not uh, only in yeah. Kosovo. Well, let, of, with the yeah. fo let's focus for a moment on Kosovo, yeah. but of course the other countries. Well, the EU has a standards. You have to do the B, C, D, E, F, and G. Everything, all the time they are coming up with new things. They've been setting the standards. You have to pass this law. You have to pass this one. You have to pass the law on demarcation with the Montenegro. It was passed. And people get frustrated. There are a lot of, you know that media, media in Serbia, they cannot criticize Vucic. Serbia has a lot of problems with corruption. Macedonia, Albania, Bosnia, all of that. Why only with Kosovo, there are all the time new things and new things. And of course, that Erdogan will become an idol. Because I have heard imams, which are being paid by Turkey, saying to, to the youth within the mosque, see, you have corrupted politicians, they are good friends with U.S., so U.S. is supporting them. That's why we still have them on the power. EU is isolating you. And who is your brother? Who is your ally? It's Erdogan. But so, then, you know, I, you know we, we're sort of going around about this issue. But this phase, as I see, was sort of catch-22. And if I am the prime minister of, of, of Kosovo, for example, and, and I... First of all, the government itself is going to have to clean up its act. Yeah. What's the prospect of this is happening? Is it, if you were to suggest, well, if the EU have a visa free, you know, they can travel to the EU freely, the EU, and, and we agree on this, the EU need to increase its investment in, the, in Kosovo, need to, but all of this is as important as it is and may accelerate the process a little bit. We're going to still have to deal with Russia. We still have yeah. to deal with, with Turkey. We still have to deal with... Uh, and, de and I don't see the EU you can having be a, a Swiss. And the Kosovo can be a Switzerland within the Balkans. Yeah. If Russia says no, then you're going to have a lot of problems. Well, that's that's the why point, we yeah. need How the, we the that? U.S. involvement. Yeah, exactly. The, the so U.S. presence into our process toward EU. But, with not, but unless Russia comes on board... Is not going to change much. That's the problem I have with that. That is, the EU is not going to take Kosovo unless there's a solution to the, with the, between the EU and the, yeah. uh, Serbia and, the, and Kosovo. Yeah. That's enough. Kosovo needs so much time and investment and, and all of this. All, everything you mentioned is so correct. Need to be rectified. The United States has a unique interest, of course, in Kosovo military presence and all of that. But they also know, unless Russia is convinced, not much progress is going to be as far as Kosovo's complete yeah. independence uh, become, a become a reality. And then the, ten the tension between the United States and Russia is adding another layer of a problem, albeit Trump probably would have loved to sit down and put in and solve mm -hmm. all this problem. But we also know from the Helsinki um, meeting, yeah. really nothing comes came nothing. out of that meeting. Very little, if anything. 
there was no agreement on about Syria yet. There's no agreement about the, what to do with the Ukraine. Nothing. Uh, I hope I'll be surprised in, in a few months to say, well, something came out of that meeting. But it doesn't seem to me that anything yeah. major came out of it. So we are in the same predicament, you know. And um, just let me ask you this, because, because of your experience in, in that area. Um, you're going, let's suppose you are in Kosovo now as a journalist. I'm a journalist, you are a journalist, but as a journalist, investigative journalist. What would you do to start changing hearts and minds among the Kosovar community? I mean, in terms of in terms of press, in terms of ideas, what would you what would you advocate? What I've been trying to do, first of all, exposing who corrupted people are. So you expose them, and then what? Yes. The problem. I'm not is, being facetious. Yeah, the I'm problem asking. is that we are not having. Like the opposition parties are dealing with some ridiculous things. That they've been organizing protests, that we are having problems with border, that we are losing land with Montenegro. Montenegro is our ally. They might help us because they are a member of NATO. All those protests for something that passed three years we were blocked. Tear gas from the opposition party in the Kosovo parliament. For what? For this something is all, that was this not is, a problem. This is all true, but how do we go about solving this issue? See, that's... that's Raising awareness of people. That's one. What else can be done? I mean, there's torn between Turkey and Russia, and there's, there's, there's the EU. I mean, there's all these issues that have been talking about it all this time. Uh, and, and you, are, and you want seen, to solve the problem. I have realized that in 2012, when I started writing on radicalization, my colleagues, my family, they were saying, like, this is not a problem. The pr our problem is corruption. And then they said, oh, you were right. See what happened in Kosovo. See what well, happened with How do you deal with corruption? How do you deal by exposing them? But you know what? EU invested, if I'm not wrong, 100 million euros in the new, it was EU Lex, it's a new mechanism, the law, the prosecutors, all foreign one to fight corruption, big fishes. They failed. So what's going to take? Change the policy of the EU. Doing what? What kind of change? They have, we have to, as I said, the corruption is the first thing. How, do, how can they, you have how can have they prevent that? How can they stop corruption, the EU? In judicial system, you have to invest more. New judges, new prosecutors that are not corrupted. Yeah, but you need, can the EU actually come in and say... They came, yeah. they came in, they came in, they had and their own mechanism. And they have to mechanism. change judges, the court system, and this and that, otherwise... U.S. is investing, U.S. is bringing a lot of new judges. So are you saying that the EU should invest unconditionally? Yeah. You have to do A, B, C, and D, and, and we invest. Hasn't this been done yet? Yes. So how, how, far, how far did it go? We have a lot of work to do, so... We still have a lot of corrupt people. So, do you think the EU the can or should And you do can blackmail them in the process, which are yeah. very important yeah. processes. Yeah. If you have in the dialogue process someone which you can blackmail him, then he will sign an agreement which might cause us problems. As right now, they are talking about the territorial exchange. If President signs something like that, he might cause war. 
to save himself. That's why we need credible voices, credible people leading these processes toward EU. If you have a credible or a clean person sitting in, the, in front of Merkel, it is differently, you know how you can negotiate with the processes. And it's completely different having a corrupted person in front of you. Well, of course, well, of course. So well, basically, we're pinning down a change on the EU changes approach that is need to invest and invest conditionally, that is to reduce the level of, of corruption and hopefully eliminate it, which is almost impossible, but reduce it substantially. So you need that kind of investment. Uh, how do you prevent Turkey from coming in? I know what you're saying is, you know, people in Kosovo, I, the you EU... cannot come and build a mosque in my neighborhood without knowing what is their attention. Well, I can stop can, building that how, mosque can if the, I'm in Can the, the power. government do yes, that? Yes, they can do that. Why they haven't See, done it? I don't know. They might have... I don't know. Erdogan supported our politicians. He no. came up in the municipality asking to vote a specific person in the, in the, in the, in the, in, during the pre-election campaign. Why would I have Erdogan coming in my country and telling to our potential voters who to vote for? Why? We can have bilateral agreements and processes, but not having them involved into our politician. Yeah, I, I look, I think you're you right. I mean, uh, I'd like just to go three, four points, and perhaps it will be the, the good foundation for an article. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's take Kosovo again, uh, because this is something... Uh, it's a, an it, first of all, we have to save the orientation that we have to remain pro-West, pro as officially we have the constitution. We ha we are a secular state. But is it officially today? Officially, it still is. It still is. Now let's let me, can I build on this. What are the steps that need to be taken? That's, uh, we don't need to education. Uh, like if you have there's internal and there's external. Yeah. So internally, take education, corruption, employment, all of this is going to be necessary. To be able to achieve that, you're going to need outside yeah. investment. Yeah, the preference will be the investment to come from the EU, obviously not Turkey or yeah. certainly not Russia. Uh, involvement of U.S. Definitely. And then con continuing American yeah. investment and American involvement. But I think, I think if, if the EU... And I agree with you, I mean, that is, if we were try to solve this problem, we're going to have to focus on the EU to do a great deal more, yeah. on the United States possibly to do a great deal more, strengthen the, 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 Kosovo, the Kosovo as much as possible, to make it less and less dependent on Turkey and on other, or even for Russian investment for that matter, albeit it's limited. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think this is the route that, that it should be taken? This is the direction? Yeah. There is no other way. But what scares me is that we used to have more statement from the former administration in the U.S. I would like to have from Trump administration statement toward what is going on. You mean a policy statement? Yeah, that policy is statement. What we the, know that they are our, not the, the, 
the main, but the only ally that Albanians have. But the statement in and of itself, you know, it has to be followed through. Yeah. Obviously, and it's not just making a statement. But I agree. I think I think uh, the United States ought to take a clear position. Yeah. They need and to. And the have United States has not taken a clear position. So that is an, uh, another recommendation. Yeah. So you have the EU more investment. United States. Ought for to now, they have to have a statement. Yeah. No change of borders of Kosovo. What, you're going to destroy all the investment? Because we are an American project. Yeah. You're going to destroy what you've been doing 20 years ago? But that is going to, again, harden the, the position of the Serbia. And the Serbia say, well, we're not going to settle this agreement until this or that. Yeah, and then Serbia will not be a part of EU, yeah. which is their, officially their main agenda. Anyway, I think now that the dog the dog is barking, <laughs> it was a great conversation. Thanks for I think me. I think no, it's of course my pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure. But it gave us an idea for what to do. Yeah. I think we Next have to revisit. <laughs> we have to revisit Kosovo. Yeah. And focus on conflict resolution. Yeah. How to solve all these problems? Now, yeah. To have, well, hopefully we come up at least with some new ideas. I really think there is a possibility come up with something uh, even fresher than we've been saying before. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. Okay, good show. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode on the issues. You can find this podcast on my SoundCloud page and stay tuned to my social media accounts for the latest analysis and announcements.